What is up? It's your host, Alicia, and you're here for a good time. And so am I. Do you imagine if I used that line the moment I showed up to a guy's house for like a one night stand? Epic. <laughs> And uh, welcome to season three of Here for a Good Time. This is so crazy. So I promised myself that every single episode of season three is going to be recorded. We're going to be on video the entire time, whether it's me solo or I have guests. It is going to be recorded through and through. My commitment this year is YouTube. So my marketing style kind of looks different this year. I, for some reason, I'm just not attracted to Instagram the way I was at one point, which is totally okay. And I feel like there is a bit of me that just spends less and less time on there, which is so crazy because that's my entire job. But maybe that's because it is my job to be on there all the time for clients that I'm like, I'd rather spend my time somewhere else. So what video for this entire season is going to be the thing. The season is also going to stretch out all of 2024, which is different than the two seasons that I had going into 2023. Wasn't the plan. Life got in the way in the middle of season one. So I had to cut it short because I had to dissolve my team for the agency, figure out what that was going to look like. And your girl had bills to pay. So I had to focus on that and had to kind of leave the podcasting thing for a few months and then pick it back up with season two. But there were so many things that I feel like I learned in season one and season two that I want to do differently or that I really enjoyed that I'm bringing into season three. First episode of season three is being recorded in none other than London, which is, it's my soul city, for sure. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It's that one city that you travel to, and it just feels so right. That is London for me. It is so crazy because I've never had this pull towards a city before like this, and I've been here numerous times before, grew up coming here, and I guess as I got older and tried to figure out kind of like what I want and what I'm looking for, there's so much appeal to the city and I've spent my days walking to the market or going to sightsee and the time difference is so gnarly. I think we're like eight hours ahead of PST time. I typically start work at like two or three. I mean, mind you, I have some clients on the East Coast, so that time difference isn't too crazy, but I spend my morning so slowly and like I just get to do life so differently here. And I think that's what is so appealing along with it is so diverse here, you guys. We thought Vancouver was diverse growing up there, but it's not. It really isn't. You come to a city like London and it is like an absolute melting pot, which is so nuts. And the food here, oh, chef's kiss. I have been going to Borough Market, which is right under London Bridge, almost like every day to try something new. And there's so many different types of foods there. I'm obviously having a croissant like every single day, along with finding new coffee shops, which I have a copy right here from a coffee shop in Borough Market. 10 out of 10 would recommend going there when you come to visit because London just has to be one of those places on your list. Am I going to be back in a few months? 1000%. Look out for another episode coming from here. I am shortly ending my trip here though. Tomorrow is when I head back and I have never cried leaving a city in my entire life. I mean, there was once when I was leaving Australia and I thought it was going to be the last time that I saw my grandparents and it was the last time that I saw my grandpa. And so that was a very different sort of crying. However, this one was one of those like, I don't want to leave yet cry. And it wasn't because of meeting somebody here because I've met so many people here, which is so exciting. 
But I think there's just something about the city where I had to come here because I started off this year and like, let me know if you've ever had this. I started off this year with literally zero goals in mind besides my health, which is so nuts to me because I am a type A Virgo, like have my life planned out down to the T. For me to have zero goals going into this month or into this year, also this month, it was so weird. And I was like, am I just unmotivated on life right now? Like what is going on? This feels so wrong. Am I going to fail this year? Is this year going to be just absolute shit? And that was like a few days in. I had to be in a place like this to finally get inspired again. And honestly, it took going to the market because, I mean, if you know me when it comes to even just marketing and my business in general, I love the hospitality space. Like you give me food and beverage and I will come up with a sick ass campaign for your brand. And it took me going to the market and just being around other small businesses at the market, but also just like food and different cultures and all the stuff to be like, oh. There's like stuff brewing up there that I'm like, okay, this this feels good. I think there's a part of me that's sad to leave that because I'm like, I could have just walked to the market if I was feeling uninspired. I'm sure I can find other markets in Washington for the time being because I will most definitely be back here very, very soon. Few goals for just talking about goals. And I will get to my date because I know there's the amount of people who are invested in my dating life, which was absurd. I'm like, hello, I wish you guys were this involved in my businesses as you are in my dating life. But there is something about people's love lives and dating and everything else. I had a girlfriend tell me and she's like, I think it's because like we've just seen you go through so much shit that like when you do have a win and you're like putting yourself out there, it just feels so good to everybody else to be like, you know what, girl, get it. You deserve this. And another girlfriend who I was traveling with, she was like, Alicia, because you're literally the last person out of your friends to get married, which I am, it's, it's going to be the real deal. And so I am praying and hoping on that one. But we'll get to the date in a bit. Coming back to goals for the podcast this year, obviously video is a huge thing. I want to be showing up on video because I think there's so many things that we can get creative with on video. And if there's like things that I find, I want them to pop up on screen so I can show you exactly what I'm talking about. Instead of describing it in this like really weird way, I'm the worst at describing things. So I was like, okay, I want to start incorporating more video. And then obviously I have camp coming up. Camp is in August, at the end of August. Tickets go on sale very, very soon. Or maybe they already have. I don't know yet because I'm recording this in January and February is like when the first ticket sale should go up. But I have camp coming up and I'm so excited for that because I remembered why I'm doing camp and that is so women can come and make friends because I know, especially traveling to so many cities, how hard it is to make friends when you're in a new city. And bringing that back and regardless of what city you're from, creating that space for women to come connect and just have a good time. Camp is obviously a huge part of what is going on this year, but I have decided that winter 2025 camp is not going to be in Leavenworth. It is going to be abroad. I'm getting for Switzerland, which is going to be so crazy because it's going to be the first camp goes international. I am hoping that that comes true, but I'm also launching now a Facebook group, which you can find in the description of the podcast here. And the Facebook group is just there for women to a come connect and make friends online. Also just share any happenings in your life or find a safe space to look for advice from other women who have either 
gone through something that you've gone through. So it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be like skincare that you're looking for or tips on traveling alone or going on dates alone and stuff. And so just want to have a space where women are just championing one another. If you haven't yet, join if you are a woman <laughs> or identify as one. That is your place to go. It is called Here for a Good Time. Obviously, the Facebook group. Hello. What I'm hoping happens in that is also from like jobs that are available, there's like different sectors that become created. And eventually, hopefully, it will just start up smaller groups in larger cities. And we can do like meetups and stuff there. That is a long term goal that I am working on. And then obviously, I have the merch, which I have to come up with like a really cool campaign for. And I want to tie obviously a charity aspect of that. And I have one in mind, one that is very, very close to my heart. Just working on things like that. When I tell you guys, it is so hard to profit from a podcast. I am not joking. Everything that I've done for the podcast so far, including hosting camp last month in January, was not profitable. <laughs> I don't know what people think we do is just like record a bunch of podcasts and like money just comes from where? From where? So I'm putting this out there. I would love to call on a sponsor for Here for a Good Time for 2024. So if that is you or a brand that you work for, let's chat. I'm going to put it out into the universe. You know what? I've started to do this thing where I just push it out there now because I can't hold it in. Why would you not reach out to your community and be like, hey, this is who I want to work with and this is what I'm looking for because people don't know if you don't tell them hello, and that goes for like any aspect of your life, okay? If people don't know something, you can't just assume that they're going to know by them assuming. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of assuming assumptions going on here. Don't do that. Okay, I'm coming back, backtracking a bit to travel because I have been all over the last little bit. So the last three weeks I spent in Sterling and Lisbon. I had some very, very, very close friends get married there, Vic and Cody. And it was the most stunning wedding. I cannot exaggerate that enough. It was in a castle in Lisbon. Like, are you kidding me? Hello. But what I loved about this wedding so much is not only the two people who were getting married, but how intimate it was. And it just reminded me like how I would love to have a wedding down the road because what I loved was Vic and Cody are these two incredible human beings and just seeing the people that they surround themselves with and being able to talk to a majority of them was also so special because you're like, oh, I get why you attracted all these people into your life. And now we're all just like a bunch of friends online and got to connect that way. There was a few women that I met from Vancouver, which is such a small world. Are you kidding me? It was just so cool to have people come together like that and celebrate the love of these two amazing people. And it's a reminder of like, you don't need to have this big, grand wedding. Indian weddings are just so ridiculous. I swear, people just invite anybody and everybody for the sake of it. And it just gets so messy because I'm like, do you even know the couple? Like, hello? Do you even know their names? Do you know their favorite color? Like, what is going on here? It was just such a special, special wedding. There was just tears flowing down the moment they walked down the aisle. It was so good. I feel like I could cry just thinking about it. I actually like watch the videos and like get teary eyed because it's just so special. I feel like a lot of my friends got married in 2023. There was a lot of weddings. 
I am so excited that you guys are just kind of chilling out for 2024 because I don't have any more dresses in me, okay? I don't want to buy another dress. I don't need another dress. And I'm kind of tired. 2025 is all yours. Just give the single girls a break for the next year when it comes to weddings. And I will see you in 2025. That is my ask. Did anybody else go to a shitload of weddings this year? I mean, last year, 2023. Wow. Speaking of weddings, and yes, now we're heading into dating. Oh, wait, my travels. Okay, so I went from Lisbon, Lisbon to Amsterdam, where for fucking 48 hours, I'm not even joking, I was so deathly ill. I caught that bug that's going around that is taking everybody out. It wasn't COVID, but it was something and it like literally knocked me on my ass. I have not felt that sick in a very, very, very long time. I got to see Amsterdam for maybe like three hours or so. We went to this really cute market. I just didn't have an appetite, which really sucked because all the food looks so amazing. Yeah, after that, I just stayed in bed literally the 48 hours. So I didn't get to see the red light district. I didn't go to any of the museums or see anything that was going on there. So Amsterdam, I will see you once again, okay? The airport was amazing. So let's this time make it out of there and see the rest of what you have because it looks absolutely stunning. I feel like I'd love to go there in the summer. It seems like a very summer sort of city. But from Amsterdam, I then went to Dublin, which I loved the moment I stepped foot. Oh my gosh, the people in Dublin are next level nice, okay? I cannot stress that enough. They are just the nicest freaking people I have met while traveling, and it was so crazy. And so Dublin, I got to explore quite a bit, and I obviously went to an Irish pub, and I walked to, is it Grafton Street, and looked around there, and did that whole thing, went to Temple Bar, and... Yeah, it was just a fun like four days of just hanging out. From there, I flew to Manchester. I have family that lives in the Manchester area. And so spent a few days there with them. I haven't seen my cousins there in like over 20 years, which is so crazy. So it was just nice to connect with them. And now that we're older and they have stories of me when I was younger and went to go visit them, which were really embarrassing because I'm like, that's how you remember me? Like, are you kidding me? I'm so glad I'm giving you something else to work off of because that's just not it. So it was just nice to see them and connect now that we are older and in the season of life and just seeing them so differently. So my sister, me and my cousin Josephine, we are the three girls of the family. They're breasts are all guys. And so it was really good to just connect with her, too. I feel like there's something so special about the girls in our family when we get to connect with each other and just hang out. And I feel like I'm not very close to my cousins. I don't know if this is like obviously getting into family stuff. I won't share a lot of because ours is fucking dramatic as shit. But I don't know if like a lot of you are close to family. I think because we live so far from each other for my family, it just isn't one of those things. And I always envy people who are like so close to their cousins and have this like really amazing relationship and all that stuff. Or even the most jealous I am, though, is like people who are close to their grandparents. Not that I wasn't close to my grandparents. I wasn't close in proximity enough. So while we did spend our summers in Australia, I only got to see them that one month of the year and that was it. So when people have their grandparents around all the time, I'm like so envious of it, mainly because I just wanted that my entire life. Grandparents are so special. Oh my gosh. I was like the little shit. I would always give my grandma in Australia so much grief, especially when it came to who I was going to marry. Just stress her out completely. Then 
I came to London and I'm not even joking the moment that I touched down here. I was like, this is it. This is it, Alicia. You are going to make the most of it because you're supposed to be here in this moment of time. So I'm here for a week. Okay, so before I spent this week in London, when I first arrived and I was on my way to Lisbon, I had a few hours in Heathrow. And so I was like super bored and I downloaded Bumble. Ended up matching with this guy, okay? And we were talking throughout my entire trip. So Lisbon, Amsterdam, going into Dublin. And then obviously, like, once I got back here, he was like, okay, let's go out. And I haven't been on, like, a proper date in so freaking long that I was so nervous. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to talk about? I don't know how to act. I don't know what to wear. Like, what if we run out of things to say? And so my ass almost canceled on him. And I didn't because I had already told my girls that I was going out and I knew they would have yelled at me. Like, if you know my girls, you know they give me shit when I don't do something and bless them for doing that because I usually need to be put in my place. We ended up going out and we got Thai food and it was just such a fun freaking night. Like, I would have regretted not going out with this person regardless of like where it was going to lead or where it wasn't going to lead to, I went into it with no expectations. So the reason why I downloaded Bumble and also I downloaded Hinge too. But the reason why I went into this whole thing was I'm just going to set up a bunch of dates and go on them to A, build my confidence when it comes to dating, but also just get out of my fucking comfort zone because what's the worst that's going to happen? It goes badly. You went out on a date. Who cares? You're never going to see them again. I wish I was seeing him again because he was so funny and just so sweet and we got along really well. He asked to hang out on Saturday, which is three days after we went on the date, but that is the day that I'm flying out. And so I broke that news to him. <laughs> yeah, we decided to stay friends, which I absolutely love. And I hope he finds this person because he totally deserves to. And maybe if he's single, then we'll go out on another date when I get back. He did say, though, he was like, oh, are you planning on coming back? And I said, yeah, probably in the summer. Not even probably. I'm definitely coming back in the summer. And he was like, that is the longest time I've ever had to wait for a second date ever. I was like, well, don't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, I'm like turning, I can feel myself just turning red even talking about this because dating is one of those things where it is so hard to tell whether your chemistry online is going to then transfer offline because you don't know how this person's going to act or what they're going to be like. And he was a bit more reserved online, but totally was like outgoing in person. Whereas I feel like I'm the other way around. I feel like I am very confident when it comes to everything that I say online or like my voice messages and stuff. However, when you meet me in person, regardless of whether it's a date or friends meeting up or your client or anything, I'm very, very shy. Okay. That is just who I am. I think I just get super intimidated by the world around me and it just all shuts down. I shut down. That was hard. I knew I had to just like get out of it though if I wanted the night to like be good. And it really was. It was we were out for like a few hours because I remember texting my friend and she was like, um, I literally didn't even know if you were going to text me today. And so it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't one of those like, oh my gosh, booty call sort of thing. No, I am not doing that. But it was just a fun way to get the fuck out of my comfort zone and go do this thing and hang out with this person who is so kind. And honestly, I feel like it just reminded me that there's just normal guys out there to date. Okay. <laughs> Which is the reminder that I fucking needed, especially like the weird men that I went through the last few years. 
I feel like I just needed this reminder of like, oh, there's normal guys out there. Maybe they're not in the States, but they're everywhere else in the world and they have a normal life and a normal job and they like traveling and they have family values and so many other things. So it was just a reminder of that. And for somebody who has been like, who has kind of felt jaded and I feel like I've had a chip on my shoulder about men, I feel like I almost needed that to remind myself of like, oh, not everyone's a shitbag, Alicia, and you can go out and meet people and just have a good time and be normal about it. I think that normality was the part that I was missing when it came to dating. Dating in London was a success. I hope that it happens again when I come in the summer and we get to do a whole bunch of other things. It was snowing here one of the days that I was here, just very, very lightly. From what the weather app told me, I was sleeping. Yeah, that was my London adventures. I know you guys were waiting for like some sort of love story here, but there is none. I didn't plan on falling in love. A long distance relationship does not appeal to me. That was not what I did it for. It was purely selfish in the terms of I just wanted to get out of my comfort zone and rebuild my confidence when it comes to dating. Dating is so fucking hard. Oh my gosh, for anybody going into dating again, like I feel you, I see you, and I think you have to go into it with, without any expectations. And that is so hard for somebody like me because I always kind of want to know what's next in everything. And sometimes you just have to not know what's next and be like, hey, it's okay if this doesn't lead anywhere. Like not everything does. Right now, I feel like I'm in the stage of like, I'm just dating for the sake of dating. I'm not dating to find the one or anything. And because I was doing that before, and maybe you've done this as well, I was going into situations being like, I have to make this work because I'm A, getting older and B, I want a kid. You know, I want to get married and stuff like that. So whoever this person is, I have to make it work no matter how toxic it's going to be. And I'm like, fuck, I cannot do that ever again because I cannot waste my time. And I cannot waste my energy on people like that. And I think that goes for friendships as well is like just going into it without any expectations and knowing that like if it is going to work out great, if it's not, then you like go your own ways. But one thing I think I've learned is it's better to do it sooner rather than later. And yeah, I was super transparent about everything and how I wasn't going to stay in London. And so I think that's like what you have to do as well is just be really transparent when it comes to dating and say, hey, here's my intentions. This is what I'm doing. And I feel like transparency and just being honest right off the bat is going to get you so much further when it comes to dating. Actually, no, any aspect of life, whether it's work or friendship or anything, it is just the truth will always set you free. Okay. Yeah. That is what happened on my dating chronicles in London. I cannot wait to be back here. I am also excited for the next episode because I am releasing the episode with the girls from Camp Good Time in January. So really stoked for that because I cannot wait for you all to hear that one. And I feel like I'm just ready for this season of not only the podcast, but the season of life to see what it brings and the adventures that this podcast brings, the guests that it has in the seats across from me, having conversations about God knows what. And just really having a good time. That is the premise of this brand, this podcast, my life. And I hope that it is a part of yours too. And I'm so excited that you're here and that you tuned in not only to this episode, but I hope you continue tuning in to the others. 
If you want to binge the other seasons from prior, there's some golden episodes there. Please head to Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me know what you think. Rate and subscribe. And if you haven't yet on YouTube, subscribe here too, because I am going to be dropping little things on here that won't be on the podcast itself, but are strictly going to be on YouTube. Super stoked for just this new era of the podcast and the community that is building around it. And I will see you next episode and season three. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So just remember, we're not here for a long time, but we are here for a good time. I'll see you next episode.